We want to begin, though, in Russia, where the death of Daria Dugina in a car bombing in Moscow last Saturday has shone the spotlight on her father, Alexander Dugin. Now, who is Alexander Dugin? He is someone that foreign affairs journal has described as Putin's brain. He is certainly someone who has exercised a lot of influence over Vladimir Putin and is seen as one of the key architects philosophically for the war in Ukraine. I spoke to Alexei Moraviev, Associate Professor of National Security and Strategic Studies at Curtin University. I wouldn't certainly describe him as Putin's brain, but certainly I would describe him as one of Russia's key philosophical influences. When you talk about key philosophical influences, what is that philosophical worldview? It is a Eurasian view, as he's seen it. It is an anti-Western view. It is a view that looks to locate Russian identity and what he sees as traditional Russian values. Flesh that out for us. I mean, Stan, I think you summarized it all. Dugin is not the person that can be described in any particular way. According to the variety of sources, he comes from the family of a military officer with links to Russia's intelligence. For a long time, Dugin had close affiliation with the Russian general staff, even though he is civilian. Back in the early 1990s, he was one of the co-founders of the so-called Russia's National Bolshevik Party, which was a pretty Mm. sort of extremist left-wing paramilitary organization where Dugin acted as an ideologue. And that's where he effectively, his writings began to appear. Is that where he started to exert influence on Vladimir Putin? When did Putin start to come in contact with the ideas of Alexander Dugin? It wasn't until probably mid-2000s when Putin began searching for an idea of what Russia's future strategic direction should be. If you recall, Stan, you know, when Putin emerged on the horizon, he didn't come across as a storage Russian nationalist or an empire builder. He came across as as a cherry-picked person uh, from within Russia's liberal inner Kremlin circle Mm. as a political heir to Boris Yeltsin. And in the first years of his term in power, I mean, Putin was a two-faced person. One, he was a very kind of strong, healthy individual. That obviously the image he projected towards the Russian electorate. But to the outside world, Putin continued with this sort of neoliberal discourse of Russia is a friend of the West. He talked about getting closer to to Europe. And yet, Dugan was always anti-Western, anti-liberal, more totalitarian, believed in a greater Russia, incorporating even areas like Mongolia or Tibet or or Xinjiang. When did Putin start to believe in this anti-Western, anti-liberal, expansionist agenda? After the Munich conference, we, we tend to forget about this speech that Putin gave at that major security event in Europe back in 2007, when for the first time he began drawing the red lines and effectively talking alarmously about how Russia feels about NATO system expansion, that it wants to be treated as equal, that it wants to be listened to. And clearly there was no follow-up to that. The year later, we saw the five-day war with Georgia and the first major 
sort of displacement between Russia and the West when NATO forces were placed on high alert, when Russian nuclear forces went on high alert. And around that time, when Putin began realizing that his romance with the West was almost over, he began looking for alternatives to effectively justify a turnaround course. And Dugan was among them. Exactly. And Alexei, just finally, how much has the ideas of Alexander Dugan contributed to the war in Ukraine? I've seen him described almost as one of the philosophical architects of the war. Would you go that far? I wouldn't say the sole architect, but certainly he was one of the key architects of the idea of the so-called Russian world. And Russian world, Ruski Mir, in Russian, was effectively an idea that Russia has exclusive right over the former Soviet space, including Ukraine, something that was actively promoted at the time when Russia annexed Crimea and encouraged separatist tendencies in Ukraine's eastern regions, which were traditionally populated with Russian speakers that always kind of had inclination towards close uh, social, cultural and economic integration with Russia, not necessarily political integration. So in this sense, Dugin justified why Russia had to annex Crimea, justified why Russia supported pro-separatist tendencies. And certainly it was because of Dugin's contribution, he was one of the key contributors, that Putin eventually came up with this formula that Ukraine doesn't have its historical identity, Ukraine was an artificial state, the historical Kievan Rus was actually something that should be attributed to Russia, not to Ukraine's history. And by that, he was effectively developing the narrative of why Russia eventually invaded Ukraine. We need to understand that the war that Putin waged against Ukraine back on February 24th was not just about security or strategic concerns. It is a philosophical war. It is a civilizational war. Alexei, it's been good to have you on the program. Thank you again for giving us your time. Thanks very much, Stan. Alexei Moraviev, Associate Professor of National Security and Strategic Studies at Curtin University. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.